I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. And welcome to another episode of the Gold Diggers podcast, women's football. Um, I'm here with two great panellists, as usual. If you want to introduce yourself, first to my right, Lauren. Lauren, at Lauren Coys. Marva, at Marva MSK. And I'm hosting today, Moyo, at Moyo's Laboratory. Um, yeah, so let us kick off with the agenda we've got. Obviously, this is a... <laughs> so funny, I was like, this is... No, so that ain't where the is. <laughs> Um, new studio, yeah, new, new studio. studio. Teething problems. So we said first of all, maybe calm our nerves with um, punch. some punch. Cheers, 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 cheers to everyone. And cheers up. to the studio and cheers to the World Cup. <laughs> um, yes. So, what do we have first on the agenda? We have to talk. Well, coming off of the back of yesterday's warm up game mm-hmm. for England, we have to talk about the Lionesses squad. So first of all, let's start with yesterday's game. Did you guys? Did you guys see the game? Cool. So, yeah. So it was an England versus Portugal warm up game um, before the World Cup. What were your thoughts on what you saw, um, and how much do you think it will carry importance for what England are going to do in the World Cup? It didn't surprise me, Mm -hmm. which in itself is a bit worrying. Yeah. Like I flicked on a thing half an hour in and it was like yeah nil nil I was like yeah I expected that yeah and then for it to end nil nil it's it's just it's problems that we've had for basically since Mead's been out mm-hmm. um we're struggling to score goals we're struggling to create chances it's all very predictable mm-hmm. um there doesn't really seem to be a plan b mm. <laughs> um what I would say is in Serena we trust so I feel like I could be negative like this and then she just surprises me and they they know what they're doing when it comes to it but it just made me think like if you compare that game to the uh, send-off game for the Euros that Netherlands game the Netherlands game game, I mean it could not be two more different games yeah Yeah. because that was one where it started Netherlands scored and then I had a similar feeling of like oh here we go like Mm -hmm. you know we're looking at being favourites but we're not we're never going to be as England and then we just blew them apart yeah and it was like 
exciting and it was like you knew what the connections were you knew what the link ups were mm-hmm. you knew what the, the plan a was the plan b was it was like this is exciting and this is not exciting <laughs> no i i felt like my emotions flipped between boredom and frustration yeah mm, and yeah. that's all i felt when i was watching it i just i think the injuries um that the squad has i think my biggest concern was always it wasn't necessarily drop off in quality but it was the drop off in leadership yeah. and i felt like i saw a team that nobody took responsibility on the pitch no one said okay this is our last game before a major tournament Mm -hmm. you now have a target on your back you're one of the favorites and i didn't see a team that looked like they believed that they could go on and and go late in a tournament for me it's an important game it's it's your last game and we didn't really see any combinations of play like we didn't we didn't see anything there wasn't an identity um about Mm -hmm. the team i think a few people just just had bang average games Mm -hmm. And I don't think we're any closer to kind of thinking, what is the strongest lineup? And yeah, I, I was yeah. just a bit like, yeah, I was bored. And then I was then I was annoyed um, <laughs> as well, yeah. because I just think even when Russo came on and there were a few more chances, just think, how can you just miss? I, I, there was just a couple of times where I was just like, OK, so you lot can't put the ball in the back of the net. Mm. I think the um, Hemp's back pass mm-hmm. to Mary Earps just summed up the whole match because I'm thinking you guys are not even concentrating you're yeah, not focused yeah, 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 on, yeah. on the task at hand and I think yeah. if you're not taking uh, the warm up game bear in mind you've only got one if you're not taking it seriously if you go into a game with that mentality against who's on our side of the draw like Australia um, Germany mm-hmm. if, if you go into if you go into any of those games you will lose there yeah. were a few moments where <clears> our centre backs um, especially as we more like had the ball and just took a little bit too long with it and it, nothing came of it but you just think against a better team and you get press mm-hmm. <laughs> like Australia the, the, yeah, the game yeah, yeah. before like it yeah it's yeah um, it's just not good it's good that you guys actually mentioned the centre backs in general because I was going to ask no honestly I was going to ask what where's my Leticia no obviously <laughs> I'm, listen I'm not here to be an advocate for United players maybe some to say, some would say that she should have been there who am I to who argue who, who am I really yeah. the grand scheme of things but like, what do you think Serena's thinking is for backline, yeah, and where she sees people fitting in? I mean, I'm a little bit confused because I thought that when I saw Carter and Greenwood on the on the lineup, I definitely thought it was going to be the other, other way, way around. around. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is interesting. I think um, I wouldn't if Bright was there. I I I understand the thinking, but behind putting Greenwood on the left. Mm -hmm, Because that was her initial. It's her initial position. Mm -hmm. I think she she can do well there. Um, But it just, I'm just not convinced by that back line. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the balance is right. Um, I think that her thinking behind it all is she's trying to sort of do a like for like in in Brighton Williamson um, and have one more ball playing centre back, Mm -hmm. one more just kind of physical. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, I guess is what she kind of wanted from from Carter in this game. Although that's mm-hmm. not Carter's only ability, but yeah, yeah, the thinking but behind that, yeah, putting yeah. her centre back and and the thinking behind even choosing as me in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it doesn't seem like we know who our best <laughs> starting back four is, and that's quite worrying. Mm-hmm. The fact that Bright didn't even like warm up, like as in like other she's players, not even trained with the team. Do you know yeah, what I mean? You saw you saw like Jordan Orb starting to warm up at least on the side, like there was no direction for Millie Bright to do that yeah. and she is 100% our best defender mm-hmm. even when Williamson's fit there's an argument she's our best defender yeah. so Agreed. 
I just she's the organizer yeah. at the yeah, back. Yeah. I think that was what I was watching yesterday. I was thinking, who's organizing what what you guys are doing? Who's setting the line? And I think, yes, you, I can understand that she put Alex on the left, mm-hmm. but then actually, then you don't have a quote like a leader mm-hmm. in that back in that central pairing. And I'm thinking, oh, you can't play that pairing. That that cannot be the pairing that starts. Mm-hmm. I think the big concern is now Millie Bright not being fit for that first game because if she's yeah. not still even really training with the team, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it's not that it's not like the game the games are in three months time. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking she may have to do something if Millie Bright's not ready. I don't think she can play as May and, and Jess Carter. And I f- I finished the game thinking, where's my Leticia? So it's not just the United thing. I was thinking. She should. She should have been in that. She should have been that list. You know, regardless, regardless of Millie Bright's yeah. um, fitness, she should have just been picked. And I think she would have, if she was playing um, as part of that centre back pairing, mm-hmm. it just wouldn't have looked as dodgy as it did. Bearing in mind, you know, Portugal are good. They've got some talented players, but that's not as you know. You're not going to be pushed that hard playing yeah, Portugal. Yeah. But yeah, that is a big concern. What do you think Serena's thinking is? Because it's funny because we we've spoken all about like how she sees certain players versus how we see them, um, and obviously she played Esme yesterday again at centre back. So it's clear that she sees Esme as a centre back, and then apparently sees Melody as a as right a back. Full, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I don't know. It's an odd one because I just think <clears throat> even compared to like Lotta, for example, mm-hmm. like I would trust. Mary Letizio more than Moy, mm. just because of not even in terms of talent but in terms of game time they've had this season mm-hmm. the pressure that's been on their backs I, I thought Wimoy actually stepped up well once there were the injuries to the yeah, Arsenal team but Letizio has played the m- main role in a, cent- in a Man United team who mm-hmm. could have won the league came second mm-hmm. like and I even have had the best defence yeah, in, in the, the league made, made it into team of the season like yeah I would just trust her more than I would trust a lot of those other centre backs, mm-hmm. especially like while I really rate Jess Carter, but Jess Carter hasn't played as a centre back in a, in as like in a two in ages. So like it, consistently in yeah, ages. the only time she slots into it is is is, is, in it, is in a three and yeah. I, and if she was playing next to really bright, maybe I could understand because there's a relationship there yeah, having that yeah. Chelsea connection yeah. but then but I think she, I, for me I she has no business being in the back two if there isn't really bright next I to her I also can't imagine Serena starting Bright and Carter as the two centre backs I think yeah. it's, I think it's, it's too not dynamic enough yeah. yeah I think because th- then I think it's funny though because even though Jess Carter can actually really pass when she plays at centre back that, sh- that isn't her that's role exactly that's no, I think she's too she's, she's yeah she, then she's very much focused on the the kind of 1v1 she got yeah. slotted in if they know they've got you know quick inside forwards and, yeah. and things like that but yeah I, I, I mean we're focusing on the defence so you know the other parts of the pitch yeah other parts of the pitch also but I think yeah. I feel like every every part of the goalkeeper a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah it's good let's touch on um, the midfield because the midfield mm. to be honest even for the past few years has always been the position that most people have said England on they don't have options they don't have that many top quality options there um, if, if we even look at some of the options that were considered like Jordan Nobbs is going for example and she yeah. started playing what a couple she started playing a couple months ago do you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. she started playing a couple months ago Katie Zellum did not go to the Euros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, the midfield right now is comprised of people that most of them have not had 
strong roles at a World Cup before. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right. Like, going into it, it seems as though Kira Walsh is definitely going to be starting. She's, this one she, injury away for Kira Walsh. She plays in the last, which yeah. is fair. Yeah. Georgia Stanway was not starting at the last World Cup. Yeah. Ella Toon slash Lauren James, who, who knows who's playing at number 10. Yeah. Both of them have not been to a World Cup before. And I want to ask, where do you think England need to focus in terms of that midfield and making sure that they're dynamic enough to create chances, but also to help defence? I mean, I think the good thing is, is I think the reason why we're not that um, attuned with like all the options for midfield is because actually our starting midfield is up there with some of the best in the world. Yeah, agreed. Like Kira Walsh and Stamway, like it's a great, it's a great yeah, duo. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially the season that Stamway's had playing a slightly deeper role, I think it really helps. Completely in agree. What, what England she's needs. massively improved again yeah. since she's gone to Bayern. But then people, I think it's easy to forget the role that Kirby played and mm-hmm. how important mm-hmm. she was because she didn't even have the best Euros when we won it. No, she yeah, was she completely didn't. unfit when she started, <laughs> but you, you see her impact or her exactly, absence, you notice few, it. It takes a few moments. She's someone who just has it in her to pull off yeah. like uh, a moment that leads to a goal. Yeah. And Toon, while she has that, of course, and we saw it in the Euros, but it was off the bench. Yeah. Um, she's had a bit of an inconsistent season. You can speak to us more than me, but she has. I think had she's been consistently poor. <laughs> actually, as as sorry, <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I yeah. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Second half of the season, she's not been yeah. good. Yeah. So for me, I think it is actually the number ten role that that's more so and also up for grabs. Yeah, mm. and, and, and that's the, the problematic area. That yeah. I think. So. You made a good point there, to be honest, with the with Kirby being the one that was starting at the Euros. How mm. do you think, in general, England are going to cope with a lot of the people that were having to be game changers at the Euros now, now, starting. now starting? Well, I, I could see knobs coming off and making a difference. Yeah, I, I, I think for me... I didn't understand why Ella Toon was in the starting lineup without Rousseau. And I know they don't, you know, people want to you know, put them together, but I think they are. But I think they're both very, very good impact players, and there's a connection between them yeah, yeah. to argue that if you're going to maximize their impacts, you need to play them together, and I think mm-hmm. you need to play them off the bench. Um, so I, I, I don't think. I didn't see what Toon was offering, so it didn't surprise me that she got hooked at half time. I think mm-hmm. Lauren James can play in the 10, mm-hmm. um, but that's reliant upon England getting the ball out wide so she has space because putting her in the 10, but then, you know, everything's packed through the middle. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna. It's not gonna do great. I think Jordan Nobbs may play the Jill Scott role. Um, you know, just a bit of experience, a bit of leadership coming off the bench into mm-hmm. midfield um, to kind of lock the game down. But I don't think we're going to see, you know, like that cricket score lines. Yeah, yeah, dynamic, you know, goal after goal after goal because there's clearly, you know, with the, with the combination of players, that, and we've seen various combinations in the kind of the 10 role and, and the Y players, it just is something that's just not clicking. I think it's also like what you kind of forget about not having need is we while last euros we also did feed a lot of our stuff through uh, the width Mm -hmm. and but then what mead gives you is not only the ability to feed it through to the wide players but she can score from those positions as well yeah whereas what we were finding in the game yesterday was very much like 
it's just repeat after repeat, go mm. out wide, they put a ball in, no one's there to finish it off mm. or they don't finish it off. Mm. And there wasn't that that cut in, I mean, Chloe Kelly had it more when she came on, but there wasn't that cutthroat thing of out to the to the wide player and then they come in and actually create something, it was just across, across, mm. across. And against, again, against better teams, they will lock down that option straight away. Mm. They'll be able to see it a mile off. And then it's like, well, what else do you have? Um, and I think, I, I would be excited to see Lauren James in the number 10 role more so, but she's got to sort of step it up if she's going to play there. Mm. You've got to be aware that that wide option is, is likely to be closed off. So mm -hmm. what can you do? You have to bring in some individual brilliance, which mm -hmm. is what Kirby had to do. Yeah, and I, I agree I, with what you're saying. Yeah, I, I agree as well, because I think the thing with Beth Mead, it was one in two, and you think she's going to get a goal. Mm -hmm. Whereas, and... You know, when I look at our, our wide players, they're not as clinical mm -hmm. um, as she was. And I think Ella Toon and Lauren James are also not as clinical as, as Frank Kirby. And I also think Russo, you know, we also had the argument of the mm -hmm. number nine. Obviously, I have Spurs bias, but I was really frustrated <laughs> not to see Beth England get any minutes in a game that was asking for a clinical striker. Somebody yeah. who is one in two, one in three. Mm -hmm. I think if you've got Russo on that pitch that's a one in five one in six that's the that's the reality like she's, she's very <laughs> she's very good at what she does and she links up play and i think she held the ball up much better than yeah. rachel daly did yeah. so the team was allowed to play it's almost um, like she should play in the number 10 obviously. yeah it looked i liked the look of it when um lauren james was on and mm. russo because mm. James at United, there were often times she played at the 10 and she was interchanging with the nine. Yeah, and yeah, vice, yeah, yeah. like Russo is the same. Yeah. So I feel like that worked. But as Lauren was saying, I feel like it only works with wide wingers that stay wide. Yeah, um, yeah. So like, I think that's where Serena's got a conundrum in the sense that I almost think the city wide players are the only ones that offer what they, so like, Katie Robinson brings the same in terms of staying wide, but she doesn't have the output. She doesn't have the output. Yeah. No. So I feel like in Lauren Hemp and Chloe Kelly are probably the only two that stay wide. You know what you're getting with mm -hmm. them. They both can take on a, um, a fullback 1v1. And I feel like they may have to start. Mm -hmm. The problem becomes then who is playing the role that Chloe Kelly played at the Euros. Is that supposed to be Katie Robinson? Is that supposed to be... Cause well, speaking to this, and you can answer mm -hmm. this as well. I'm nervous. In terms of controversial choices and many yeah, I know where you're going. left out. I know where you're going with this, and I might agree. Robinson, Nikita Paris. Boy, I was shocked. Let, I'll, I'll I, be I honest, was, yeah. I was shocked, to be You know honest. me, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge... I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not a huge I'm not one at all. In, <laughs> in many cases, I'll be honest, but yeah, I was not, very I'm shocked she wasn't. She found Paris form. Fan, but she, she found form. I feel like the last couple months of the season... So, like, there was a period she got dropped for a bit, yeah? And Lucia Garcia was coming on and scoring all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, step your game up. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like she did step her game up. And I felt like towards the... Literally the last, I'd say like six weeks of the season, it felt like she was finding form. And especially in a team, as you guys were saying, that's not experienced. Like this yeah. World Cup roster is not experienced. So I feel like she definitely could have brought something. And Serena's, you've worked with her, you know what she's about, you know what she can yeah. bring. I did yeah. find it strange because they're saying, oh, Kate Robinson, it's a good experience for her. People yeah, but we like don't have time stuff, to do, by the yeah, way. we don't have time for already, the good experience. Like, that experience, <laughs> yeah. Lauren James, this is already their it's, experience. It's, it's, yeah. also, it's almost like she would have been in a better place to get that experience last Euros in terms yeah, of what yeah. the squad was. Yeah, yeah. 
because there wasn't there wouldn't have been a reliance on her to come yeah, 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 exactly. it would more be just the experience of you there because yeah, me's yeah. there has got it covered yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. Kelly's got it covered exactly. Hemp's got it covered like if there we need options. someone off the bench yeah. it's going to be Kelly like yeah. it's kind of it whereas now though the rest of them we don't have a mead the rest of them uh, there's pressure on them and no one's fully fully delivering mm-hmm. at the level that mead was yeah. so anyone who's coming off the bench actually, actually needs to deliver impact, yeah. and, and that's and more and pressure the, on and the like context of the, of the game that you could be coming mm-hmm. on at actually you could be coming on it could be I don't know round of 16 against Australia yeah, 80,000 yeah. people in that stadium and you need to come on and make an impact yeah. I think Nikita Paris the one thing that she has got is that she's been at Leon. she's played in the big mm-hmm. some of the biggest games yeah. in, in, in women's football that pressure will not phase she's her got World Cup experience. It, yeah, yeah exactly experience. and I, I just think I, I do think I do personally, you know, in Serena Reed twice, but I think she's picked a lot of. But yeah, I think she's brought a lot of um, inexperienced players, which yeah. I'm not mad at completely because at the end of the day, they are going to have to at one point step up. Yeah, the, yeah, of course. In the, by the next, by the time the next World Cup is on, the people that are 30 now are going to be like. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we were not going to have Jordan Nob. Like, yeah, had a good yeah. season. Like, they have. she's she's done very well. I just think in terms of like, there's actually going to be a lot of pressure on that role, whoever mm-hmm. is having to come on. And yeah, I just I, don't know whether I someone d- more experienced would have been a better. I choice. do, I do agree with you on that. I do think Nikita Paris should have gone, and I'm not. Isn't if you'd asked me mid season, I would have said, boy, if she don't go, that's yeah. on her. That's on, that's it's on, on her. her. It's yeah. not my. It's not my business. But like in this case, yeah. I do think. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. she was hard done by yeah. not going especially when like if it was a team of veterans and then you brought Katie Robinson I'll say fair yeah. enough mm. yeah. but like 70% of this squad is getting their first walk up yeah. proper experience so like you don't you don't need like not handouts but like you don't yeah, need yeah, to yeah. give these experiences to any more people you don't need to obviously I'm not saying if Serena wants to do it she can do it but like it is it was strange for me Especially in a squad of 23 to think... It's not big. Yeah. And I know she's had a good season, but but equally, you know, what what are the matches that she's played in, you, you yeah. know, where actually something's on the line yeah. or, or you're competing for something big? 
um, and and you carried your team, you know, over that. Yeah, yeah I, I think she's missing that. But yeah, it's I'll, funny because I think that was the um, stick that was used to beat Mayor Leticia with. Yeah, from what from what Serena said in the press conference, she said that like it was that was the toughest decision mm-hmm. deciding who the last. So there were like two extra spots for centre backs, and from what she said, it was between Melissa, Esme, and Laura, and Stefna. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel, please. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. I was towards the end. I was fighting for Stefna. I, I, I was thinking maybe we have to take her for the experience. Yeah, <laughs> after Leo went down, I said, you need, right, you need a captain in that squad. I, yeah. I was thinking maybe you need a captain, a former yeah. captain in that team yeah. just to set the standards and the tone and the yeah. mentality of you know this is how we do things yeah. but like and then i think she said that the, the determining factor was how many high pressure or like big stage mm. things did like been in so essentially it was like champ- so what, what it says me sorry champions league not even this year the year before yeah. the year they got to uh, sorry the year before last the year they got to the quarterfinals and they played barcelona in that quarterfinal she played in both those legs so she's, somebody who she, from she two done, seasons. Like, FA Cup and stuff as well. Yeah, she's done FA. She's been in final. She's yeah. she done FA Cup. Like what? So my my letter say I wasn't playing at Wembley. That was one. Was one game and it was one L. I'll be real. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. It was one game and it was one L. Like I'm telling you, I, I feel like it was fine margins. Yeah. Which you know what? I took it on the chin. I said. There'll be a, there'll be other tournaments for her to go yeah, to, yeah, yeah. but when I saw Katie Robinson's name, I said <laughs> exactly you've got to, you've got to maintain the same energy across the squad. Then, but I think the issue then became like centre back. They had like they were really clutching at straws at centre back, yeah. and I feel like she thinks they didn't need to clutch at straws at the wide position. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to see about that because mm-hmm. I do think combination wise as well, Katie Robinson hasn't had a great opportunity to create those sorts of like relationships and chemistry on the pitch I mean yeah because so, like, she doesn't at club level she doesn't play with any you of saw in yesterday's game Lucy Bronze and Lauren James were linking up a lot and it's because they've been playing together yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a lot a they lot love of each other as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they have similar footballing brains yeah, to yeah, be yeah, fair yeah. yeah so like you could see they were often trying to find each other mm. and it's the same as on the left when Alex Greenwood was he could see him combinations chemistry but like Katie Robinson hasn't really been given the opportunity to sort of like build those relationships. So I do wonder how the impact is going to be like if she does have to come on. Talking of club country. Well, I'm scared again. <laughs> can we talk about Rachel Daly? What, what, what do we think is not clicking in an England shirt? Do you yet? think, do you think though, England in general, that squad clicks for forwards personally? Like do, as in, do you actually think that they're, the England setup is good for nines. I don't see why not. I think they are good for. Uh, it could be good for a uh, a poacher, somebody who's but in the box. But that's what she is. Right. I don't think. I think she's I think more. Way... I think she's more of a poacher than yeah. Alessia Russo. If no, anything, I, yeah, I get annoyed yeah, yeah, that she yeah, don't yeah, poach yeah. enough. Uh, yeah, but then I, I think the way though that's um, that Villa play. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think of like Jordan Nobbs and Kenza Dali, like a lot of, for me, I find that a lot of their build-up play also goes through the middle. Yeah. Whereas I think England strengths are getting the ball out to your wide players, allowing them to cut inside, put that cross in. There were a couple of times where like Lucy Bronze put, you know, quite a few crosses in that first half and Rachel Daly just didn't make the right connection. Like she, she, I, she just wasn't in the right place. I agree. But I, do, I would also say it, being at Villa, for example, their setup is to create chances for her. Mm. The way England play, yeah, I do think 
it's not a great setup for lines in general. I've even found that since like Ellen White's retired, I don't think they create enough chances for Russo. I think the issue stems from the fact she did she that did the they f- did she did miss a couple of no, clear she, cup I'm not gonna lie, she's gonna miss chances, but, but I feel like the wide players at England are shoot first wide players despite not having the finishing ability of or being yeah. shoot first wide players. Because they can cut inside in the WSL. And but but like half, at, more than at half Villa, for example, yeah, Kirsty Hansen would have been calm with only getting one goal and then she'd have got fifteen assists. Mm. These lot are trying to balance, 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 yeah. And so sometimes you're making a run, they're shooting. So it's not about your runs. But I do think that they're not doing enough. Mm. She also has to do more. And I also think it's tough because there's no other Villa players in the squad. I think that's what it, I think as well. It doesn't help that like you know how we were saying before Building uh, the when, it, when Russo plays with two, you know, X, Y, Z. It's tough. Nobs and so, need to start. No, sorry. What about Bethany England then? Because <laughs> I do think that her I mean I'm her coming yeah, her I'm coming mad. to to a Spurs team yeah. where she actually then had to go and fashion out some of actually start the moves and finish the moves um, and get herself <laughs> yeah, yeah. and actually getting herself into the right position I think she warrants some minutes because I I you know Rachel did look Rachel did out of place because you're right that there weren't a, you know a hell of a lot of, of chances but I think Beth has shown that you can even put her down with either more selfish players or slightly lower quality players, but she gets herself into the position where Mm. she's going to score the goal. So you Mm. just have to provide the ball and you don't have to provide lows because Spurs are not a free flowing, you know, Mm. attacking creative side. I, I, you know, I, I was so happy that she made the squad, but I just feel like I don't, it shouldn't be two tournaments in a row where she's just there as a training partner. You think she can force her way into the, into, um, Start eleven. I don't know about starting, but, but coming off the bench. I think coming off the bench, and I think like um, I think there's the possibility to play four four two to like in the agree. last twenty minutes of the game. I agree. Instead of instead of doing the bright thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, I like. I just think having three strikers who all offer different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can see Russo and Daly up front. I can see Russo and England up front. Mm-hmm. Like even James for example like, I do think there's the opportunity and especially when you've got like Walsh and Stanway who can both just hit sit and yeah and hit a long pass and you wouldn't be too worried about only having those two in the middle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the last 20 True. minutes if you were trying to get a goal so I think we might see that which is where Bethany England could play a part Agreed. but yeah I do hope that she isn't just left on the bench because you can see from from her season at Spurs it's like she's how many goals she got 12. She had more than Reese. She finished exactly. with more she than Reese, I did. Just saying. Laura's moving like Reese is already at Arsenal. <laughs> she hates her because of the Arsenal connection. Like. Maybe, maybe. Maybe some Yeah, maybe some questions. <laughs> you hit her more now. I've I, accepted. I've, no, I've accepted. No, the thing is, like, but I've, I've said it before on the Reese thing. I know we're here to talk about the World Cup. Mm-hmm. You can replace her from a footballing aspect because you can go and find another striker that would give you 10, 12 goals in, mm-hmm. in a season. Um, so I don't, you know, I, United will re- replace her. And I think it, it, England look like I they're going to go into the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and it but may be... Will they is another question. <laughs> well, yeah, but, okay. Well, <laughs> ownership. But I think if, if England are going to go in and only win games by one or two goals, you then cannot afford to miss four or five mm-hmm. you, you just can't do it otherwise we're we're gonna struggle okay 
we'll leave it at that for England for now. <laughs> We're gonna have to touch back on them soon, so yeah. Mm. Um, we have to do in this second part, guys, predictions. Yeah, I'm so I'm gonna hit you with some like predictions basically, mm-hmm. and then you basically tell me what you think. Um, first of all, who will be winning? The 2023 Women's World Cup. Oh, say can you see? Yep. Yeah. Reasons for that? Just look at the squad. (laughs) They're serial winners. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I honestly think if England had the team they had at the Euros, if they had Mead, if they had Williamson, if they had Bright, we'd be challenging up there. But I just think that our, our, I can't remember if I said it on this pod before, but I just think, England's um, A team mm-hmm. is as strong as USA's A team, or at least could compete with it. Mm-hmm. Our B team cannot even compete with their B team, mm-hmm. let alone their A team. Yeah, yeah. So I just think they've got too much depth, um, too much quality, and they know how to win a tournament. Mm. And I assume watching England yesterday, um, and maybe the other European teams, England looked like like they lacked energy. They looked a bit tired. Most of the um, American players play in the NWSL. They are just getting into fitness. Mm-hmm. The season's mm-hmm. only just started. So I also think that's why they always kind of physically dominate mm-hmm. um, at a World Cup. And they're very much have been there, done it, got the T-shirt. And I think they will collect another T-shirt, <laughs> to be honest. I don't really, I don't really see how anyone can topple them. Okay. Which player do you think is going to have a breakout tournament? Pick two, actually, two each. Um, <clears throat> Breakout as in yeah, people don't rate them now? Because I would say, like, Rodman, for example, mm-hmm. not that they haven't already proven themselves, but yeah. I think she, in terms of her going to that next level of being, like, a superstar, I yeah, think yeah. this is going to be her tournament to be, like, okay. I'm now a superstar. Okay. Um, but then, like, you might get a actual breakout from like Alyssa Thompson for example mm, which will mm, be like mm. actual breakout yeah, 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 <laughs> like yeah. she's be- you know she's the last time it was a world cup she was what like 13 yeah so <laughs> yeah yikes yeah it's so, actually yeah. kind of scary yeah, yeah. yeah. It's with babies <laughs> um, I'm gonna go left field because I think this nation will have a better tournament than they did, they did last year at the Euros but Norway I'm going to say Norway. I knew it. <laughs> and I'm going to say that, because I don't think she gets the respect that she deserves, even in this country. Mm. I'm going to say Gora Wrighton mm. will become a global look how good she is. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think she gets the flowers in that Chelsea team. Mm-hmm. But I do think Norway will not have that ter- another terrible tournament. Fingers crossed. And anyone else? She's going to have to play well if they want to go far. Yeah. And anyone else? Oh. I was gonna, my other one would have been Trinity Rodman because I just think, you know, we're all watching that and not on our clips. So hopefully, mm-hmm. if Twitter comes back. But um, I think, you know, when you put her on the, the world stage, I mm-hmm. think. And I think that's the thing about the US. They've been, because of the how good they are, they succession plan. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, four years ago, we were like, oh my God, Alex Morgan, Alex Morgan. Yeah. And now yeah. we're kind of like, next gen already here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whilst Alex Morgan is still there. Still there, yeah. So, yeah. Um, my breakout, the one, the person who I think is going to have a breakout tournament is Naomi Goma, plays at centre back for USA. Um, I think she's going to have a great tournament. I think she 
has all of the traits you'd want in a centre-back. Intelligent and athletic, both. And I feel like oftentimes it's like you get one or one the, the other. other. <laughs> yeah, you get one or the other. She's got, she's got both. Uh, and she's young. So I feel like if she can have a great tournament, I think they're set for years. Um, and also Carolyn that plays for mm. Brazil. I think she's yeah, going to have yeah, a good yeah. tournament. Her and the finalist more. She was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, I just don't know if I trust Brazil, though. That's I don't. the only thing. <laughs> I don't. So I think she'll have a good, like, group stage or, like, and then, like, but I, yeah, I, can't I see mean, them it they're hanging. They're still hanging their hopes on Marta, who, yeah, yeah. of course, you she know, we're running fan girl. Yeah, 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 yeah but it's kind of like, girl, yeah, you love her, mm. but like, girl, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's time. If, if you're still relying on her, mm. then saying it's alright. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, breakouts. Um, dark horse or the competition team. The thing is, dark horse I find difficult because it's like no one's winning it like no dark horse is actually winning it do you know what i mean yeah, dark so horse to go far then dark horse go far or further than people think maybe switzerland okay i think they've got a few is good Leo Volti all right yeah <laughs> yeah that's i think she their was, tournament's hanging on whether that ankle the other day. <laughs> okay she was training the other day um also their group's a bit easier okay so i think they've got a chance of making it out because they're with the host tournament so it's like the philippines new zealand mm-hmm and then Canada, obviously, will get through, but I think they could easily get Do something ab- above New Zealand and Philippines. And then after that, if you get a good draw, you get a good draw. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, um, yeah, maybe them. I'm trying to think who else. I think France, I don't know if they can be considered dark horses, but given how badly they've done in previous mm-hmm. tournaments. True. But I think with their manager now, like, if, if they played that well at the Euros and you just saw the raw talent, but mm-hmm. they all hated each other and hated their manager... Whereas this year yeah. <laughs> they've got a very good manager um, who did crazy things with you know Saudi Arabia at the World Cup, so mm-hmm. I think they've they've got a chance to do very very well because their talent is immense as well. It is, mm. like, it, it really is, and, and that's so even with injuries. Like that, yeah, 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 yeah. Even so, yeah, I think they've got a very good chance. Okay, well. and the final one is going to be top goal scorer. No, it's not the final one. So I've got another one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sophia Smith. I'm gonna go like pop. Okay, I'm gonna go Sam Kerr. Ooh, Ooh do you think yeah. they'll get? Do you think? I think they'll go far enough. I'm not gonna lie. When they beat England in the Olympics, I started looking at um, them, thinking, uh, yeah. hmm, I could like Sam Kerr. They've got like can, a winner's mentality about yeah, them yeah. as well. And let's not underestimate home advantage. Yeah. Do you go? No, I mean? no, no. That's... Home advantage. Number two, there's a lot of teams in this competition, yeah, that Sam Kerr likes dunking on their heads. Yeah. Do you get yeah, what I mean? This is her time. Like, this, this is her time. time. So, yeah. This is her peak as well. Like. Yeah. I won't, I won't yeah. be shocked if she's... She'll be the biggest player in the tournament at the end yeah, of the yeah. day, so... I will not be shocked yeah. if she's top goal It is her tournament, let's be real. Yeah. I just I put my stocks in the US because I know they're going to be in that yeah, final, yeah, no, so... Yeah, true. And you, and you know they're going to beat, like, one team, like, 20-0 or something. Yeah. And we're going to see all the headlines. Yeah, exactly. And the final one is... Young player, who's going to win young player of the tournament? How old is everyone? I'm just going to say Sophia Smith again because I feel like yeah. she's still qualifies in be, the young. It'll be someone from the USA. Yeah. Or Oberdorf if Germany gets to the final again. I just feel like they never give it to like a midfielder, even mm. though she'll deserve mm. it. She yeah. got it last year at the Euros, yeah, to be true, fair. But true. I think they will be reliant upon her to do her job mm-hmm. to get Germany yeah. through that I, tournament. I think this could be a, like a breakout one for her as well just in the sense yeah. of like 
she was ridiculous at the Euros. So um, good. I think uh, I think Germany are going to be better than they were at the Euros. Yeah, I would go with Sophia Smith as well. Um, yeah, we're done with predictions, guys. Um, we will be touching back um, on what's happening with the World Cup. We'll do another episode before the World Cup. And then we'll get into it when the World Cup is on as well. Mm-hmm. Before so, we finish, mm-hmm. I just I think we are excited, but no, I think sound, we are no, no, we are no, we are excited. <laughs> but I also think that we're gonna lose. <laughs> this is also a tournament though where I think the spotlight should also be shone on the federations who are not doing their jobs. Like oh, I'm sat yeah. here, for Un- example, in my Jamaica shirt. Yeah. Jamaica are crowdfunding for their accommodation mm-hmm. uh, and, and their travel costs. So I think as much as we're going to see great football, mm-hmm. it's not good enough. Whether you're a small nation like um, Jamaica or you're a Canada, you're a France, mm-hmm. um, even Nigeria Spain. also having problems. Nigeria's Spain, having problems. yeah, Spain. Spain. So I think, Last you know. Last was Argentina as well. Yeah. yeah get paid and and you know this is disgusting i think the broadcast rights have been an issue mm-hmm. fifa uh you know creating how many different armbands just because i don't want to support lgbtq plus i'm sorry that right is, what was that <laughs> i don't get what impact they think it's having also like, just let people because some of the ones that they make are essentially the same as the you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. even more radical than one else i'm like yeah. this just feels like a petty like yeah we don't want you to have it because you want it yeah. you know what i mean it's like so stupid yeah yeah so i think as much as like you know this is a tournament to celebrate women's football i think also we have to talk about the realities of mm. what a lot of these mm-hmm. women are going through just to get there not even knowing if their warm-up camps would take place or or whatever so yeah good football to come but also the federations <laughs> you should be exposed and you need to do more yeah Did they, uh, stop in the end of the visit saudi uh, sponsor for it I mean, yeah, I think they, I'm, I'm pretty sure women. they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No consistency. Like, mm. Most of the women going are gay women. Like, yeah. Why well, we got to visit Saudi sponsorship? It's but just like, like, just make it make sense. Yeah. Like, really, it never does though. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. But um, having said that, <laughs> the football I'm excited about. I think mm. looking at there were a lot of good teams. Mm-hmm. Like I felt that about the Euros as well. Like it's another one where. Yes, the USA are out in front, but this is the first time that I've got multiple teams who it's are... It's not guaranteed at the It's not guaranteed. Mm. It's, it's multiple teams who could beat them on the day. Mm-hmm. Like, even England, like, you compare England now, even with our B team or whatever, not exactly B team, but you know what I mean, mm-hmm. compared to uh, the last World Cup, like, we were... There was no chance of us beating the USA. Yeah. And we sort of did a bit better than expected. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, this time... Yeah, I'd expect the USA to win, but it's a much more even playing field. Completely and I think agree. a lot of teams could challenge USA. So it's, it's exciting. Mm. Yeah. Thanks for that, guys. Um, yeah, so as usual, make sure to follow the Gold Diggers podcast <laughs> at Gold Diggers UK on Twitter <laughs> and Gold Diggers UK underscore on Instagram. Um, make sure to follow the panelists as well. And yeah, stay tuned. We've got another episode coming soon. So stay tuned. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is Even 
we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.